Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Happy New Year's and happy first day of the month. On the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered for book of the month, a book has to meet a simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough that it either can change your life or your perspective on the world. Now, of course, whether it does or not is entirely up to you. If you consume the book as a piece of entertainment, you're missing the point. But if you internalize its messages and make it part of you, you have a chance at real transformation. Our book this month is absolutely worthy of book of the month. It's called The Gap and the Gain. It's co-authored by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. Dan Sullivan is a well-known personal development coach, and Benjamin Hardy is an organizational psychologist and author of several other groundbreaking books, including Willpower Doesn't Work, which we've reviewed on this podcast, and Who Not How. The idea behind The Gap and the Gain is a simple one. Our culture is obsessed with comparisons. How do you measure up against the richest in the world, the most powerful in the world, the most beautiful in the world? That, my friends, is a losing game every time. The way to measure your progress is backwards against where you started, not against your ideal. Your future growth and progress are now based on your understanding of the difference between the two ways in which you can measure yourself, either against an ideal, which puts you in what the author calls the gap, and against your starting point, which puts you in the gain, appreciating all that you've accomplished. High achievers are particularly prone to being in gap thinking. For instance, research shows that CEOs are twice as likely to have depression than the general public. Entrepreneurs are prone to substance abuse, as well as depression and suicide. Even after some massive victory, their mind quickly goes on to the next unachieved achievement. Although this can lead to a great deal of external success, the problem remains unresolved internally. Many, if not most high achievers, are highly unhappy, and their unhappiness grows deeper and deeper with each external accomplishment. Measuring yourself against an ideal is an endless race to nowhere. That ideal could be in the form of a hope or expectation. It could be a comparison with something or someone else. That person's raise was bigger than mine. Being in the gap stops you from living within your own experience. It stops you from appreciating where you are. It stops you from being happy. If you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. If you focus on what you have, you gain what you lack. Needing anything outside of yourself is a form of being in the gap. And when you're in the gap, your happiness is tied to something outside of yourself, a moving and unreachable target. And when you're in the gap, you have an unhealthy attachment to something external. You feel like you need something outside of yourself in order to be whole and complete and happy. In the classic book, Escape from Freedom, Eric Fromm defines two types of freedom. Freedom from, which is external, and freedom to, which is internal. To be free from is not to be someone's slave, to live in a free country, to have no coercion or force against you. It means you have no external constraints, such as hunger, elements, or maybe some unjust laws. To be free is to be able to choose for yourself. You have the capability to choose. Even though you might live in a free country that has lots of freedoms, those freedoms are rarely devoid of self-imposed external constraints. You might experience that it can be difficult to courageously seize freedom to be whoever you really genuinely want to be. How many people do you know who place their sense of success based on being admitted to the best university program? They're waiting to be picked instead of simply choosing to do the work and investing in their own growth. The entire education system is based on the notion of comparison against others. Each child is measured against other children, then given a percentile rank of how they match up to the other children in their age. Children are trained to measure themselves against external reference points. 
Those reference points are generally not chosen by the child themselves, but by society and the education system. As children grow up, they're not taught how to determine their own reference point or measure of success. Instead, they adopt the reference points that society calls successful. Every one of us has reference points we use to measure ourselves. Ask yourself these questions. What are your reference points that you use to measure yourself against? And then secondly, this is the most important question, why did you choose those particular reference points? Becoming self-determined is difficult in today's world. as tons of noise making it nearly impossible to truly make yourself your own reference point. Social media plays a huge role in putting people in gap thinking. The more you measure yourself against ideals, the less you'll be self-determined. 99% of people who use social media websites are using it for the purpose of comparing themselves against others, and nearly 100% of those comparisons are upward social comparisons, meaning people are comparing themselves against those who they perceive to be above them or better than them. No wonder the more time you spend on social media, the less self-esteem you have, and the more depressed you're likely to be. This particular book, The Gap and the Gain by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan, is a paradigm shift. It will change your context, and most powerful changes involve a change in context. So definitely go out and get a copy of The Gap and the Gain. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.